0: Welcome to Teaching Brute. Today we're gonna talk about something that it seems like everybody's doing, and yet I wonder how easy it is for the specialist teachers to do it, and whether or not they should actually be doing it at all.
1: And that's a good question. And what we're talking about here is coding. Coding is a very trendy buzzword these days, has been for a few years now, and it's the idea of prepping kids with the real world is kind of where it stems from. Computer science and how computers are coded. But it became much more than that for the past few years. So it's always talked about in the context of math and science or teaching coding in elementary classrooms. But what you don't hear talk about is, like, visual arts or music. Or or PE. So we're here to provide some insight into how that could look what we're nothing we're about to say here is like is you know mind-blowingly different it's just ideas that we've heard and been presented with and ways that we think coding could be incorporated into those specialist areas or not depending on how it goes some of the stuff maybe not worth the effort involved So, so where do you want to start then Well, visual arts can be one of the more easier ones to -hmm. work it in. Um, And from my experiences with the simple uh, use of a program called Turtle Art. Thank you very much. I knew you were going to say Turtle Art.
0: Turtle Turtle Art Art is is
1: like the go-to. Yeah, because it's beautiful for art. If you can code the turtle in a hundred different ways to create a whole lot of different art. And it's real easy. And anything from like grade two can get their head around what it is. You just have to teach basic coding concepts and help kids know what certain words mean. Like, what does a right angle look like? What is turning 90 degrees like? That sort of thing. So that's kind of how it works, right? But it allows to be written where colors can happen. And you can draw designs with it. I mean, one of the students in a class Uh, At my school, recently, the students created their own names in multiple colors. We're using turtle art for fun. Hmm. Interesting. So... Yeah, so it can be used in a million different ways. you're teaching geometric shapes through visual art, well, turtle art to the rescue. You can program the turtles to create those geometric shapes in a variety of patterns.
0: And... Within... music... Well, coding is a language we have all agreed that music is a language. Western music notation, so I'm not going to get into any of the Asian notations, which are different, but Western musical notation tends to mirror computer code. So computer code, it's a series of instructions, right? Well, music notation is a series of instructions. How long you play a pitch for, how high or how low, how loud or how soft. You're basically just teaching the same thing using a different language.
1: And you can also, within the context of, um, of coding, you can actually program um, sensors to output certain sounds in certain ways. So if you code a program to output sounds for the right sensor, you can create music. So I haven't actually
0: checked into this myself, but I hear that Google's um, CS First has yes. A whole unit on music and sound coding
1: yeah and i believe you're right about that now it's a—I I, I mean i wouldn't be the first one to want to dive into exactly how they do it or how it's done but i know that it does that it, that they can do, do that yeah yeah um so that's a way to explore that subject area in the context of music there's also a really cool company out there called sam labs um and they create a great kind of bluetooth sensor based Coding, so it's very visual. It's very, very easy for little kids to get their head around. But mm-hmm. they also have sensors on them and uh, sound-based sensors that allow output or input of sounds um, and allows, allows transmission of sounds between objects. So it's kind of cool. So SAMLAD is a is a fun one. They're mostly motor-based. They even more so electrical engineering, but they do have the ability for like sound detection and light detection. Interesting. And and we also created actually by actually by class created some art using. Um, the STEM lab kits recently going back to our visual arts thing where we created robots that were programmed to, to kind of move in a certain way and then we attached paintbrushes to them oh and We let the robots dance around this paper in a code that we had written to create visual art to create a painting
0: there you go there's also something out there going with the robots that um, you can code a robot to dance to a particular
1: piece. Yeah. Um, you could also code the robot to like, hit certain um, sections of a xylophone or a keyboard within a certain pattern to create uh, pieces of music. So there's a lot of different ways you could do that. It would be coding something to create the music for you, but it's still building in that language of coding in the mix of the visual arts. So, and, and the,
0: visual art seems to be a natural one, assuming yep. you've got the time. Yep. Um, music, you know, a little bit there, but what about something like Phys-Ed,
1: when <laughs> the kids are
0: supposed to be like out and running around?
1: I mean, PE is slightly more challenging. Um, Basically, I admittedly found more limited research on that one mm-hmm. um i did find that using things like Spiros, uh which are these little rolling balls you can code yeah uh, tickles run speed tests on them and getting the kids to run with them or running games with the Spiros so that they run a code kids have to play a game with them okay. um and, and thus teaching blending physics in with it leading the idea of velocity and uh with the potential and kinetic energy in with the Sphero when it's coding and getting the kids moving with the Sphero would be an idea. Um, That's been one of the bigger ideas I've heard. But I'll admit, I've not seen as much on PE as I would like. And I gotta say,
0: as a music teacher, who has very limited time as it is, I still feel like it was one of those things when I first started hearing about coding, I was the one going, OK, how do I apply this in music? I want to be able to apply this in music. What? Where can I go to get resources for music? And nobody could really help me out with that. And over the years, a few people have developed a few things. So there is a bit of stuff out there. But there still isn't that much. No. And in regards, like when you look at what there is and what the, um, the point of those lessons are, It's still not actually a music lesson, per se. It's more like a lesson that happens to have some music embedded in it.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense, because when you think of what coding really is, it's a math, literacy, science-driven concept. Yeah. Uh, In terms of literacy, it's driven on the idea of step-by-step follow instructions, how-tos. It's based on information in and information out. and there's, its connections to math and science are obvious. Yeah, but you're. And the, there's and I think a lot
0: about problem solving in there. Yeah, and you know, teaching them how to break things down into smaller pieces. You want their robot to get through the maze or the Spiro to get through the maze. You have to break down your code into smaller chunks to teach it which way to turn and when to go and stuff like that. But we actually already do that in music just not using robots. We, it's That's how we teach children to practice a piece of music and how to break it down into smaller pieces. So you're not playing the entire page. You're only playing a couple bars at
1: a time. So it might just be more so, as opposed to explicitly teaching it, it may just create the relationships yes. with moving and kind of show the relationships so that they can use it in, in a multi more multidisciplinary approach.
0: Exactly. So it's important to know I would say it's, it's important for a specialist teacher to know a bit about coding and how to code and things like that. But I personally would now, I, a month ago I didn't have this opinion, but now I actually have the opinion that no, we shouldn't be actually coding in our classes. We should just have the knowledge so that we can show how that knowledge transfers back and forth.
1: I don't know if I'd go that far in the absolutism of that statement, but I think it's just an area that hasn't been explored as much as it should. The idea of coding in an elementary classroom, computer science classrooms and math class, that's heaps of resources out there about it. But I think that if you really want to look into it in the specialist classroom, I think that area, before we go absolutely saying it's no, it needs to be developed more to see if it actually genuinely is a no.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, in terms of where it stands today, and I admit that part of my opinion right now is coming from the fact that I am writing report cards right now and I am looking at um, how much I still need to do before I can finish writing the report card and looking yep. at the amount of lessons that are left and going, oh, that's not gonna fit very well. Um, and so the thought of adding in another thing, especially when it doesn't relate exactly precisely back to a report card standard, it, You know, it's one of those things that it becomes something that would be nice to do.
1: But hard to justify actually doing the time for it. Yeah. Exactly. And especially with specialist teachers having, like, where generalists see their kids four and five hours a day, specialists often don't have that freedom. Yeah. Different schools, different cycles. I know that in many schools, the art teacher often sees them once in a six-day cycle. Yeah. Um, P.E. is three times, but... You know, that's just enough time to cover the outcomes. But they yeah. need to cover so it changes from school to school. And I think that with more limited time frames means more of a crunch to get done needs to get done, which means things like coding, which would be awesome to try and work in, may not be as easily done.
0: So I would be if you're a person who really wants to try out coding in your classroom, I would do it in that week or two lull just after you finish the report card,
1: but before you're done the classes absolutely that would be your time to kind of try things that might be new or dynamic and that can be um maybe just being really a time for real hardcore innovation yeah so uh those are our recommendations this one so we have we got some big ones for but sorry pe so far we're a bit out of luck on this one
0: yeah just no love there yet
1: Nah, no, we love you, we do, very much so. Trust me on this one, you are saving grace many days. However, uh-huh. uh, in so many ways, but uh, apologies that we don't have that much coding for you quite yet.
0: However, if you are a PE teacher and you know some coding stuff and you incorporate it into your lessons, then please give us an email, put it in the reviews, what do you do so we can share it out to everybody else?
1: Absolutely, we'd love to.
0: And while you're uh, at it, subscribe. Yeah.
1: Click on Pass the link. It
0: on to your teacher friends.
1: Yeah, whether that's through Omni Studio or whether that's through uh, iTunes. All right, folks, enjoy your day. Bye. Bye.